All right, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to GWR Gonzo's Wrestling Room. Uh, this is what episode five, right? <coughs> Remember? I think so. Yeah, that's episode. Yeah, this be episode five because it would have always get confused because it would have been six. But then yeah. when I had COVID, we didn't we did put. We have one we haven't put, put now. I'll put, make, need to make, make some clips of that. Well, we yep. got a lot to talk about. So, uh, what, what you want? You want to start with the this week's shows? Yeah, we'll start with this week's shows. We'll start with Monday Night Raw. It was kind of a show, kind of build for WrestleMania. Uh, <clears throat> some of the highlights that came out of it was uh, uh, Logan Paul is now going to be a tag team partner of The Miz uh, to go against the Mysterios at uh, WrestleMania. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Logan Paul, but he's got 23, 23 million Twitter followers, so... I'm sure that's what you know. A lot of that saying, is a lot. Of, I saw a lot of people online mad about that, mad about Logan Paul going to be at WrestleMania. Yeah. But it, they're smart. I mean, it's a, it's business. Well, you some people him. thought. Yes, yeah, some people thought followers. Yeah, but some people thought it was going to be Cody Rhodes. They were not going to put Cody Rhodes in them with, with. I mean, I'm not saying they're not going to bring Cody Rhodes in, but they're not going to put him with the Miz against some stereos. It's going to be something bigger than that if he does come to yeah. WWE. At least I think so. Uh, another thing was Finn Balor had been away for a while and he came back and answered the open challenge of Damian Priest for a title match coming up in the next week or two, which I think could be could be interesting. Yeah, uh, that should be a pretty good match. Yeah, so I wouldn't mind seeing them build a feud up and be that match on WrestleMania. That'd be a good match on there. Uh, a real good interesting thing was Edge <clears throat> issued an open challenge for WrestleMania. During that, he made several different uh, references towards different wrestlers. One of the references was uh, phenomenal, AJ Styles. Yeah. Another reference was towards Cody Rhodes. Another reference was Live Forever, Damian Priest, because that's his motto, Live Forever. So I don't know which way they're going to go there. Uh, I originally thought they was going to go uh, AJ Styles, but we'll see. Uh, the other uh, kind of big thing that came out was uh, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins beat RK Bro in the main event. Real good match. And since, since so uh, they earned a title shot in a three way match, I'm not sure if it's this week or next week. I'm a little confused on that. But it's, uh, it'll be the Alpha Academy putting the belts up against RK Bro and uh, against uh, Owens and Rollins. <clears throat> I don't know what which way they're going. I, I thought they were going to go with Owens and, and, uh, Stone Cold at WrestleMania. He's the, I mean, even though they, you know, talked about that match and, you know, that we'll go to WrestleMania as a tag team, Kevin Owens still did a promo just all over Texas. So keeping that alive. So I, I don't know which way they're going to go. And if they do go with Kevin Owens against uh, Seth, against uh, Stone Cold, where does that put Seth Rollins? Well, I mean, he's got to have a big match at WrestleMania. So I, I'm not sure. Raw was a pretty good show. Honestly, all four shows this week were okay. I didn't think anything was great this week at all. Okay, moving on to NXT. <clears throat> uh, the first match was uh, Grayson Waller against uh, L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight's really over with the crowd, man. He's over with the NXT yes. crowd. Yes, uh, Waller uh, pulled it out. Waller got the victory, so they're going to continue that feud probably till that uh, standard deliver show that they're going to have at WrestleMania weekend, I would assume. They started the women's Dusty Rhodes Classic. Uh, started it at the tag team tournament for the women. Uh, I'll be honest with you. The first couple matches I seen, I wasn't real impressed with. 
They're using a lot of newer talent. Uh, and it's going to take time. A lot of people get upset because, you know, you know, they're using some of these newer people, been around three or four months. They're only going to get better by being in the ring. I think NXT is going to start turning again. They're talking. I think would be good. Uh, so, but we'll see. I think there's two or three pretty good tag teams in there. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, <clears throat> Carmelo Hayes continues. I mean, on the mic, he's getting better. Uh, uh, Pete Dunn challenged him uh, for a match coming up, I think, next week or the next couple weeks. Yep. And uh, uh, so I, I'm excited about that. Uh, and Carmelo Hayes is, I think, got a real good future. And I think Dunn and him would be a good match. Possibly, again, that may end up being at a, a match they may make for the uh, standard deliver. A new wrestler debuted, Nikita Lyons. Uh, she's a pretty good-sized woman. Uh, uh, <clears throat> been a lot of scuttlebutt on her. Some people didn't care for her wrestling, but a lot of people liked her looks. So... <clears throat> So I don't know. Uh, we'll see. That was her first match. I didn't think it was a bad first match. But uh, some people were more critical. Some people loved it. So it was kind of 50-50 split on that. Because either they loved it or they hated it. <clears throat> the other thing was uh, Dolph Ziggler <clears throat> took, champ, took on uh, Thomas Hunter Champa in a uh, number one contenders match for the NXT Championship. And Ziggler put out the victory uh, with the help of Robert Roode. So... Uh, uh, Ziggler's going to challenge uh, Braun Breaker for the championship coming up in a future show. So that was NXT. I thought NXT was good. I didn't think it was near as good as the. I thought Raw was better. Uh, I didn't think NXT did, wasn't terrible, but it was decent. What did you think of the Ciampa um, <clears throat> Ziggler match? I thought it was a real good match. I really liked that match. I thought that was real good. I think Ziggler and, Break Ziggler and Breaker is going to be good. Oh, yeah. It, it'll be good because Ziggler and Champ are both two guys that could wrestle a broomstick and probably make it good. I mean, they're just, they got so much knowledge and they're so good in the ring. And that's 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 one thing I've seen uh, online that they think that Raw and NXT is going to keep sending some guys from Raw down there and some guys on NXT on Raw to get these guys better. And I think that's great. Braun Breaker working with Dolph Ziggler will be – a huge help to him, I think. Just oh, the more he loses, I think will be a big help. Uh, the uh, <clears throat> next show was Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite was 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 pretty good show. Uh, I'll find my paper here. There it is. Uh, they had a a, a qualifying match for. They're going to have it. The their big. Uh, pay-per-view on March 6th, it's the revolution. They had a qualifier for a ladder match. They're going to have that, and Starks beat uh, he's only having to know who he beat. Starks, I, I watched the match. It was an okay match. It, it wasn't great. Uh, Starks is good. I, I think he's still kind of uh, coming back from an injury. Uh, I still don't think he's 100%. Uh, <clears throat> We'll see where that goes. They had a tag team battle royal. It, it was decent. Uh, Red Dragon, that's Kyle Raleigh and Bobby Fish, who had came over from NXT. Uh, they put out the Young Bucks at the end to move on. So they're going to be in a tag team title match, uh, a three-way match. So they're going to have another qualifier battle royal next week. And there's going to end up being a three-team uh, match at the uh, at the uh, pay-per-view. Who, who, uh, who do you think the third team is going to be? Well, of course, you got the tag team champions. 
I would say it's going to be uh, – you, they get a second chance to be young Bucks. I would assume it's going to be the young Bucks. Uh, the that's reason I say that – Yeah, that's what I figure it's going to be. So uh, uh, the House of Black got a new addition. Uh, Buddy uh, – used to be Buddy Murphy. Uh, they, now he's called Buddy Matthews. He joined the squad. I don't know. I've just it, – it, uh, the House of Black really hasn't stand out to me. I thought it would be better than what it is. We'll see where it goes. Next was a couple of – well, we'll go to uh, a couple of promos I want to talk about. We'll go to the last match, Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia. It was a real good match. But, again, the casual fan, I still criticize. That was your main event. The casual fan is going to turn over. And who's Daniel Garcia? Yeah. So I, I think that they're dropping the ball on that a little bit. But it still was a good match. I mean, I'm a wrestling fan. It was a good match. They need to but, build uh, them guys up some – before they hmm. put him with like uh, with Danielson and them guys, so then people know they've more. Had Garcia, they've had Garcia wrestle some real good guys, and he's lost to all of them. And then they put him on other shows. I don't think he's won a match on uh, on uh, Dynamite or Rampage. Only matches he's won has been on other things. I mean, he's 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 a great wrestler. He's probably one of the best wrestlers that people have never heard of in, in the business right now. But I, I understand he's getting a rub. But if you don't beat one of them guys, yeah, I mean it's it's still not enough build for him. I, I just I don't understand it. Next is two uh, promos I want to talk about: <clears throat> uh, Jericho and Eddie Kingston. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought Kingston really got the better of Jericho in a lot of ways, but it, it was pretty good. They're going to have a match at the pay per view Revolution on March sixth. Uh, it was a good pay per view, but ne- a good promo. Next promo was MJF's promo. Did you happen to see it? No, I haven't, I haven't seen it. I need to go back and watch it. You got to go back and watch it because I tell you what, <clears throat> he came out and he and he's basically starting out doing like a uh, a face promo, and he starts talking about that uh, when he was a little kid, he was bullied and and stuff, and then you could tell, and when he first started, I said, "Oh, here we go, a bunch of bullshitting." <clears throat> he gets about halfway through the promo, and you can tell this is real. And tears coming down his eyes. He, he's talking about being bullied and the saving grace was he made the football team and he thought, man, and he was Jewish and, he, and there was a lot of racism back then and stuff. And he thought, man, I'm going to have friends now. And he said the first day coming back to school from uh, from uh, making the football team, a bunch of the football players were taking quarters and throwing them at him. So he went home crying. And the only saving grace was he was going he knew he was going to go see CM Punk that night. His parents was taking him to see CM Punk wrestle somewhere. And he loves CM Punk. Well, then a year or two later, a few years later, CM Punk quits the business and walks away from the fans and uh, broke his heart and, you know, all this stuff. Well, then CM Punk comes out and asks him, is this real? You know, he said, are you serious? And the crowd starts, you know, they're starting to turn the other way. They're starting to kind of cheer for for uh, for uh, for MJF. And MJF didn't say nothing. He just walked out of the ring and left. So it's kind of interesting what they're doing there because uh, I thought it was going to be just another bullshit. Uh, and it probably still will be. He's probably still going to be the heel. Uh, but I tell you, MJF on the microphone right now, if he was a free agent, I think WWE would pay him. Somebody's going to pay him a bunch of money. He's 24 years old. I'm not saying he's the greatest in the ring, but he's he's average to above average in the ring. And he but can get that. The there's, there's nobody – He's just so yeah. I don't think there's anybody better. 
on the uh, mic. Do you know how how long how much longer he's under contract with AEW? I want to say another year or two. Another year. So hey, I, I know I think, he's I know he's made it known that hey he'll go he'll go to WWE. He's made it known that <clears throat> he's gonna go where the money is. Yep. Oh, definitely. But yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get a big paycheck. There's no, there's no. I mean, I don't know if it'll be WWE. I don't know if it'll be. I think, think WWE will make him an offer. Yeah, they'd be fools not to. His age. Yeah, and he could be. A big, he could be a, I mean, and he has a. He's already over. He has. He has a. You know, I mean, even as a heel, he has fans. People, he's so good. I mean, he, within five or ten minutes of talking, he had the over half that crowd. On his, side. on his side, on his side, and and I mean, and he could come back next week and get them all pissed off again. He'll come back next week and probably be be all over CM Punk. Yeah, back. I don't know. When, and one other thing, I was going to talk about before we get off AEW. I think if AEW was smart, and I don't know if the Cody Rhodes thing is a is a work or not, but let's say let's say he is going to stay with AEW or or he's going to go back to AEW. If I was them, I would take Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, and Mockley and put them in a group of heels. Because right now there's no good heels in Ada other than MJF. How you could even turn the MJF into a monster face. Yeah. You go against them. Yep. And, and it would give Hangman Page something to do. Something, I mean, something kind, of, something kind of like the NWO, but not the NWO. But I wouldn't say the NWO. You, you know what? I would. The, people have tried to do the Four Horsemen again, and I would never call it the Four Horsemen. But you talk about how close that would be to the Four Horsemen. Four guys that could talk. Four guys that, that can wrestle. Uh, I mean, because Telly Blanchard, Arn Anderson, uh, Barry Windham. Ric Flair, or if it was uh, Lex Luger, her, all of them could wrestle pretty good. All of them could talk. I mean, they had it all. That was the total package. That four would be the total package. Yeah. I mean, you could even, with Cody, you could put Brandy at ringside with with all the guys and give her some use. Mm -hmm. I mean, if 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 if, he's, if Cody stays with them, that's what I would do. But we'll see. Uh, next show. What, speaking of that, do you think it's a work? I have no idea. <clears throat> if it's a, I don't, I don't think it is. But, but I, I, mean, don't, I don't know either. But I could also see it being a work. But I, I, I think he's gone. He got, he got upset about something. I think it was over. I don't. Th I think it might have been a little bit of money. I think most of it was was his vision of what this was going to be. Khan's taken over completely, and it's become Khan's vision, and uh, and I think that's why he's why he's leaving. Now, if 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 uh, if uh, Vince is willing to tell Cody, he said, "Look, I'm not going to give you booking power, but if you want to help run NXT and help the younger wrestlers, and we'll, I mean, why wouldn't he push? I mean, there's no doubt Cody Rhodes is in a better place now than he was when he left WWE. Oh yeah, he's more marketable, you know, whatever." They they claimed that in AEW one of the problems was he didn't want to become a heel because of all of all the uh, stuff he had to go on behind the scenes with with places and and he didn't want to be a heel. I don't think that makes a difference. Look at the Miz. Yeah, he's the, he's basically cut John Cena's place. 
and going out doing uh, media stuff and, and TV shows and doing all this stuff. And he's a heel. But that's another thing. The MJF is kind of, I don't want to say he's the Miz because he's not. He's different than the Miz. But a little bit comparison because the Miz is another guy. He could go on TV tomorrow and they could have a heel jump him and he'd be a popular face. Yep. He could pull it off. He can pull off either or. And like I said, he he can do all this uh, positive stuff and still be a heel. There's no reason why Cody can do that. Too, I feel and the reason everybody wants to know why the fans turned on him, they turned on him because they believe he was trying to be like Triple H or, or getting in or John Cena or or the Miz getting on TV and doing all these outside projects and the fans turned on. That's why they turned on. Yeah. Okay, next show was Impact. Impact was okay. I didn't think it was real good. I really didn't get into the storylines this week very much. The only real bright spot for me and is Deanna Perrazzo. Uh She won an open challenge match against Lady Frost, and she put up the Triple A Championship, which is the Mexican uh, Championship, and she's also got the Ring of Honor Championship. She's got two belts, uh, and she put up both belts, and she she won. She is <clears throat> she's one of the best wrestlers in the world. She was in WWE, but her body type didn't fit. She's low thick, and and uh, uh, she's not saying she's not pretty, but she's not. You would say maybe WWE pretty in Vince's mind, so they didn't use her. But as far as in the ring, I'm not saying she's Charlotte's flair because she's not. She's not that athletic. But her wrestling ability, like uh, ground to pounds, missions, and things like that, are all believable. She's she's really good. So I, I people need to check her out because she's uh, she's really good. And the other real good uh, girl they got is uh, Jordan Ann Grace. She wrestled Matt Cardona uh, for the Digital Media Championship, the belt she lost to him. A few weeks ago, in a rematch, she wrestled uh, this past Thursday. She lost, but she's a she's a not real tall, probably five five, but she probably weighs about two hundred pounds. She's real thick. Uh, she's strong. Uh, she moves well. She sells well. The stuff she did against Co uh, Cardona looked real. Uh, both those matches we've had have been really good. Uh, the other thing that stood out was uh, <clears throat> Eddie Edwards on the on the pay per view that was last Saturday turned on impact and went with the ring of honor because he used to be with the ring of honor and he addressed that and gave a story of why he went with the ring of honor. So that was the main thing that happened on impact this week. Uh, I would rate the shows this week. A lot of people probably be surprised. I'm going to give the cause of the strong promos, especially by MJF. I'm going to give dynamite a slight edge over raw. I have raw two and we'll have impact three and we'll have NXT four. None of the shows was terrible. I never thought, I didn't think any of the shows was outstanding. I thought they were all pretty decent. The show's I thought the shows were better last week. Oh, definitely. I haven't got to watch all of them, but what I've but what I've watched, I think last week was stronger. But but I think this week, I think a lot of like Dynamite setting up for their pay per view. Raw is, is, is Raw is setting up for WrestleMania. Impact setting up for their next NXT set. So it's it was kind of a stage where they're setting things up. So I think that's part of the reason why. But it was kind of a surprise though, because usually the, the Raw after a pay per view. Yeah. Usually they're all good. You know yeah, I mean? I mean, it wasn't bad. I thought I liked the matches better on Raw than I did Dynamite, personally for me. But uh, but but they wasn't outstanding. And I thought Dynamite had some good matches too. Just the MJ the MJ promo MJF promo put it over the top for me. I don't know if they would have the money, but wouldn't it be smart for Impact to try to get Cody Rhodes? Bringing him 
there and then to work with work with the younger guys? Yeah, it would be, but I think that I mean that, I think they could grow their company if they would do something like that. If 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 Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor's got the money. Their problem's been they've never wanted to do it. They never they never wanted to get on a network. They just want to be on. See, they that that Sinclair owns a bunch of channels, like smaller yeah. channels, affiliates, and they put it on affiliates. But the problem with putting it on affiliates, they might be on at two o'clock in the morning. They may be on eleven o'clock. So it's nothing yeah. nothing that you can get. And some like around here, it's we don't get the time. So it, it hurts. The, the, you can't build anything that way. Oh, one other thing about AEW real quick. Supposedly Tony got, Tony Khan's got a big deal working. I would assume, and the rumor I hear, we'll see if it's true, that it's going to be a deal for streaming with HBO Max to do a streaming service with them. That's the, that's the rumor I hear. We'll see what it is. Yeah, I saw some, some people. They think he might announce it on uh, Dynamite this week. Yeah, some people think they might have bought a Ring of Honor. I I don't know. So we'll we'll see. Uh, next, let's uh, <clears throat> real quick. You had a couple of things I know you want to talk about, but let's do go over Elimination Chamber. Uh, yeah. last week, uh, Rey Mysterio beat the Miz, uh, and that's got they kind of tricked him. Uh, Rey Mysterio and his son did, and that's why Miz ended up bringing uh, Logan Paul in. So. Uh, Roman Reigns tapped out Go Goldberg. I wouldn't say a squash match, but it was probably about five minutes long. Uh, that's what we kind of thought was going to happen. I was going to say I mean, it was a pretty quick match. And Goldberg got some offense in, got a couple spears in, but Valka uh, Belair uh, won the Elimination Chamber match. Most people that I've seen that reviewed the, the show thought that the, the women's uh, Elimination Chamber match was the best match on the card. I've seen a lot of places really like I liked it too. A lot of people thought the show was uh, C or something. I thought it was a little better than C, maybe a B. Was it my favorite show? No, but I thought it was still a good show. I mean, I, I liked it. Uh, uh, Ronda Rousey and Naomi beat uh, Flair and uh, DeVille. Uh, I actually thought that match was pretty decent. I, mean, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Drew McIntyre beat Mad Cat Moss. I don't know if you've seen that bump that Mad, Ca Mad Cat Moss took. He was supposed to do. Uh, Looked like he had him up like this, and he was going to take him down like that. Well, I don't know what he was trying to do, but he landed right on his head. And, I mean, it looked like it compressed his neck. I thought he was hurt bad. He finished the match, and he's supposed to have a match again this, against Drew this Friday on SmackDown, so it must be okay. But uh, it was a pretty good match. Uh, Becky Lynch and Lita was a real good match. Uh, I wasn't for sure if Lita could stay with Becky Lynch in the ring, but she did, and I tell you what, the fans – as far as the pop goes, them fans, I mean, Becky Lynch left after she won the match, left left her uh, ring and left Lita in there because the fans were going crazy over Lita for about five minutes. So the fans really love Lita. She put on a good show. And then, of course, the championship match, match <clears throat> Brock Lesnar. Uh, of course, Bobby Lashley was injured, so they set up an angle where he didn't even get into the match. Uh, they, they had somebody smash through the – get uh, Lesnar pushed somebody through the thing and – supposedly hit him and he hurt him, but he was already hurt. So, uh, but Lesnar destroyed everybody. He broke out of the thing early and just destroyed everybody and uh, <clears throat> put on a real good show. Uh, it was a pretty good match. Of course, people that hate Lesnar want to hate on Lesnar. And, oh, that's not what it should have been. People just want to hate because if, if the AEW people going to hate on Lesnar because they wish Lesnar was there. 
in my opinion. If Lesnar was there, they'd be talking about how great he is. So it is what it is. Speaking of a bad bump, I was watching yesterday. I watched back the uh, old. I was watching old match, but I was watching watching WrestleMania <laughs> twenty five and the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels match. Uh-huh. Do you remember when Undertaker took the dive over the top rope and uh, yeah, uh, Michaels pulled the cameraman in front. And that cameraman didn't catch him at all, dude. He landed. He landed straight on his head like that. Yep. Yep. It looked. I saw that. I was like, "Damn it! I can't believe he got up from it." I thought he it looked like he broke his neck. Yeah, man, I, I watched <clears> that match, man. I, that's one of the best matches in, ever. Yeah, I, I, I really. That's one of my favorite matches. Uh, I tell you another one I really like. It was just because of the story, not just because of the ring work. Because uh, Flair was, you know, past his prime. But that Flair Shawn Michaels match, yeah, story. That was, that's one of the best ones know, ever, too. I don't know. I don't know if you can beat that match. It's hard because of the story. But uh, you yeah, had a few things. What, the crowd, the crowd was real into that Michaels and the Undertaker match. Right. I mean, every, every time there was a near fall, I mean, it it was. It, it, I watched it yesterday, but I still can't couldn't believe he got <clears> up. Now I thought his neck he broke his neck. Yeah, and I forgot about that bump. But uh, well, speaking of Undertaker, they announced he's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I saw where uh, Bully Bully Ray said that he thinks that should be the only person they induct in the Hall of Fame this year. You agree well, with gonna that? Be, it's going to be an hour and a half show. So if you do it, you can't really do more than two or three. And he thinks, and it makes sense to a certain degree if you just do the Undertaker. And instead of having just one person come out, like maybe you have Vince McMahon come out and talk about him, you have Kane maybe a couple other people. I mean, they could make a show of it and people would love it. So, I mean, I, I see it both ways. I mean, like he says, if you do the undertaker, it kind of foreshadows anybody else being on the show. Yeah. So I see that too. So I, I, I don't know. Listen to this though. I listened to busted open and I couldn't believe it. Dave LaGreca was bitching because that they're doing that part of SmackDown. So they, that should be a separate show. They shouldn't do that with SmackDown. What? Why? He said, "Well, they could, they could sell the ticket. I understand they could sell the tickets, but first of all, what night are you going to do it? I mean, because you got SmackDown on Friday night. You do SmackDown every Friday. You got to do it on TV. So Saturday they've got WrestleMania and WrestleMania Sunday. You do, do you do it on a Thursday night? I mean, I agree. I mean, to me, and he, he said, "Well, they could easily charge. To me, it's a good deal. You get to go to yeah. SmackDown at eight o'clock." Watch SmackDown, and then your ticket includes. I mean, that's a good thing for the fans. The way I look at it, I don't see what's what it was. he was talking about. How negative was? I didn't understand that. And I think it's smart because you you already have every you already have your uh, people that's watching SmackDown already on that channel. So you you already have a million well, people think, or whatever already it, there. Well, I don't know if it's going to be on Fox or if it's going to yeah. be on. But they can tell people, hey, yeah, pe- I mean, the peacock, 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 you know. So, yeah, yeah, I I see it as a positive. I don't see a negative in it. And he was talking about being negative. Well, I, I didn't see, understand. I don't see another option like other than doing it on a Thursday night. And you're going to get – you, you might get yeah, – th- Thursday evening you'll probably get do good numbers. But I think you're, you're going to do better numbers if you do it Friday night right, at, right after your, your – show like that and, and you're charging people more money i mean they gotta look at it this way too i mean you're having an nxt which i don't know what they're charging for that nxt 
You got the two WrestleMania shows. You got SmackDown. Why add another thing for people to pay have to pay money for? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good thing for for everybody. The WrestleMania experience thing doesn't doesn't that cost money to get into? I'm not sure if you buy tickets that's included or how that works. I'm not sure how that works. But yeah, I think it's a good thing, and I yeah, I'm I'm excited for that weekend. I think it'd be a good idea to do the Undertaker by himself because there really hasn't been nobody else like the Undertaker. And like you said, if anybody else you put in there, they're going to get all people's going to talk about is the is the Undertaker's getting inducted. I mean, so they're going to get overshadowed by him. I mean, I think it'd be a good idea to do it like that. I'm not going to say Undertaker was the greatest wrestler. Not that he was a bad wrestler. He was a way above average, especially later. Not not late late in his career, but after. After um, when he got to be the uh, the American badass, and he started doing more stuff out, you know, uh, yeah. more physical stuff and showing more things instead of just being the character, you know, you know, uh, he's the greatest character that's ever been invented. I mean, can you think of another character that's been invented more? No, I can't. So I mean, he's the greatest character that's ever been invented, and it came out of the mind of Vince McMahon. Well. The story goes, Vince McMahon called him, Callaway called him because he was supposed to call him, and uh, Mark says, hello, and uh, Vince says, uh, he said, how you doing, Mr. Undertaker? Got, called him an Undertaker. He didn't call him Mark. Yeah. He already had, you're going to be the Undertaker. He, I mean, he already had it set up. So. Yeah. Well, before that, well, he I can't remember now, but he can't, get, was going to give him some kind of goofy gimmick at first bef- before he, the Undertaker. Yeah, that's something. Now, did, I know Mick Foley had a real goofy one at yeah. first. Uh, well, it wasn't as goofy as the name was horrible. <laughs> the mask was similar, but 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 Mick Foley helped him tweak the mask and helped with the name, which that's another character. Mankind was a great character. I mean, yeah. but, and, uh, and the, and with Mick Foley being able to do is just crazy. I mean. Cactus Jack was a great character. I mean, he, all of his char- characters he made real good. Yep. <clears throat> to ch- change the subject once and go back to AEW real quick, just for a second. Something came to mind. I don't understand. You re- Let me see if you understand it. Two weeks ago, you bring out Keith Lee. Everybody go crazy. They ain't had him back on TV in a match since. Yeah, don't, uh, it, don't make no, it don't make no sense. It don't make sense to me. I mean, I mean, he was all the buzz. And then you just let it cool off. Man, keep that going. I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, I don't understand that either. I, I was thinking the same thing because you heard a bunch about him, and then all of a sudden you ain't hearing nothing about him and you're not seeing him. Even yeah. if you're not going to have him in a match, you have to have him doing some kind of promo or something to to, to keep it rolling. And, and they're going to sign Jeff Hardy. They're getting ready to sign Jeff Hardy. And, and they're going to sign some other people I don't know what the yeah they they're signing too many people they don't they don't have enough you don't have enough spots on television to get everybody in and then this Brian Cage who I think is really good and if it could be a good fit for WWE he ain't been on TV in six months and their contracts they signed were three years with he's got a uh, the fourth year and the fifth year are options so if if he wants to keep them he can keep them they can't leave. Cody Rhodes had the same thing. He let that's why a lot of people don't understand. He didn't let Co- Cody Rhodes. He let Cody Rhodes leave. 
he could have said, no, you can't go. I'm, you're staying here. I don't care if you care if you don't like it here or whatever. You have got the option. You're staying. But he, that's supposedly he did. That cage hadn't used him for six months. And supposedly he's keeping cage. And cage got on the thing. Why? Yeah. Why are you he, keeping me if you're not going to use me? Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's something young. That's something young talent's gonna have to think about. That or is, that might get a chance to go to AEW is. Yeah, you want to get in that company and you want to get your name there. But are you gonna go? Are you gonna get there and then not use you, and then you're stuck? Which I think they, uh, I think they're allowed to do some independent stuff still, aren't they? Don't with some of the AEW contracts, they were allowed to do that. But see, still, that's, that's the thing. I think the people that he signs to exclusive contracts, which would is a benefit. I hear they get. Insurance benefits. That's a good benefit. The ones that he signs to the part-time contracts, they can go out and do a bunch of independent shows and stuff. Uh, they don't have that. They don't have that. Ben- they're not making near the money. I, I don't know what they're making, of course. I'm sure it's a decent amount of money to be contracted with them, but they're also, they can go out and work in yeah, independent. But they, don't get, they don't get insurance or nothing like that. See, like like guys like Dan Bryan and Moxley, they can work shows, but they have to get it okay through AW. Because they're on a full time contract, where a lot of these other guys are not on full time contracts, and they can basically do pretty much what they want, but they're not making near the money. So the way that he's got it structured, but I, I don't know. For example, I know he was going to bring up Cesaro left WWE, which didn't make sense to me because I, I thought a year ago he signed a contract before WrestleMania he signed a contract, and and so <clears throat> I can't believe they signed him for a year. So I don't know. <clears throat> What happened there? Because I thought he was signed, but uh, and with Cesaro, I still think he could have been a big star if they would have put him. They needed to put him with somebody like Paul Heyman, or well, they did, and and, and but I don't think they they still didn't do it right. Yeah, you put him so with I a good, you put him with a good mouthpiece with his ability in the ring. I think they could have made made him a bit a lot bigger star than what they did. I I agree. And everybody says he's going to go to AEW. Who are you going to put him? Yeah. Put him Daniel Bryan? Yeah, I mean, you could do that, but I like I, I would rather see the other thing happen than that. I'd rather see what yeah. you were talking about putting them four together than to see that. No. I mean, but from A, and not, nothing against Cesaro, for, but from AEW's point, is he? Is he? Is, how much is he going? Is Cesaro going to move the needle by bringing him in? Chris, I would have thought Daniel Bryan and CM Punk would move the needle more than one. Yeah. They they moved the needle. They moved the needle for a short time, and then went right back down. So that's what I mean. So is it going to be? Is it really going to be worth AEW to give him a big contract? I mean, yeah, I don't think so because, but, but like Billy Ray, Billy Ray believed that when CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. Now he thought within, he thought by now that they would be average one point four one five million. They're nowhere close to that. And you brought them two big names in. Who else could you bring? The only other wrestlers I think they could bring in to do that would be Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns. I don't think there's another wrestler out there that could bring that. And they want to talk about the Bullet Club and Japan and stuff. Most of them people don't know who they are. Maybe maybe Randy Orton. If you get Orton to leave WWE. Orton. Becky Lynch would be a good get on the women's side. Of course, Charlotte Flair would be a good get. Edge, Sasha Banks. Edge, Sasha Banks. Edge, but you'd have to get him pretty Edge. quick. 
Because he, he he knows how much longer he has. Edge. But there really ain't anybody else. No. I will say Seth Rollins. I mean, I think Seth Rollins is a needle mover. But I don't. If if Brian Daniel Bryan wasn't, I don't think. Yeah. He's gonna be. But is another reason I don't think they were needle movers is because the way they used them. I think it's the booking. I I think it's the booking. If you would have kept Danielson and CM Punk in a storyline from the get go and kept it going, I think I think the numbers would have the numbers would have went up and stayed up. I think that what they done, yeah, the numbers went up for a couple weeks there, but then they didn't do nothing with them. So, and then people people got to where the point where well, they're not going to do nothing with, with them guys, and, and they're not not as many people are watching. People want to see these. People think that people these wrestling fans who say they're wrestling fans that they're old time wrestling fans or old school. Half of them that say they're old school aren't old school. It's bullshit yeah. because old school was about storytelling. Storytelling came first, not the moves. Yeah. So I mean, don't get me wrong. I like a good wrestling match, and I'm on. I know we're getting ready to talk about the independent real quick, but I want. I want to go to that for a second because we seen the Rock and Roll Express this past weekend, and we got to go to a seminar and listen to him talk, and just show little things about working a crowd and stuff, and it made so much sense. And we watched him do a match and see 300 people in this little building go crazy for for. The Rock and Roll Express, who probably didn't do but two moves in the whole 10 or 12 minute match that they put on, the fans went crazy. There was better matches, wrestling matches on that show, but none of them got the reaction that that they got because they know how to work a crowd and put on a show. So that's what WWE, that's what, excuse me, that's what AEW's not doing. They've got to, if people want to say, well, it's, it's not entertainment, it is entertainment. Wrestling is it athlete as is it athletic? Yes. Is it a sport? I don't think you can call it a sport because it is predetermined. So sports entertainment, yes. Do you have to be a good athlete? I've seen wrestlers that are not good athletes and still can put on a heck of a show in a good match. So, I mean, but yeah, just being a good guy, you see guys that are turning into stars aren't great wrestlers, but are great great at entertaining on the mic. Exactly. I mean, so I, personality is something you can't teach. If you got the personality, wrestling is something you could be taught. Well, perfect example. Look at Enzo. Look how big, how much how over he was. He wasn't great in the ring. I'm not saying he was nope. terrible, but he wasn't great in the ring. But he was. He had charisma, and he was, and he was good on a mic, and and was to get the crowd going. They said the only time that two hundred five live drew ratings was when Enzo, Enzo was the champion. Bully Ray said he was there. He seen it with his own eyes. Said all them guys on 205 Live was better wrestlers than Enzo, but Enzo could move the needle because he could talk. Yep. And he and he still could work enough in the ring to work with those guys. So I think AEW's got to get storylines and they got to get the guys to slow down and tell stories. Yeah, the, if they don't do that, I'm not saying they're not gonna make it because I think they're gonna make it. They're not gonna I don't think they're gonna grow to where they could be. Yeah, I think they could be bigger than they are right now. They should be. Yeah, with the talent they have, they should be. But the storylines yeah. is what make the moves mean something. Yeah, you, you have to whatever you do, which we learned some more about that, like you said this weekend. But whatever, whatever movement you do in that ring, you it should mean something. One storyline on SmackDown, they pretty much draw about two 
two million to two point two million every episode. One storyline. Paul Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns and insert whoever's going against them, Brock Lesnar, which Brock Lesnar is even a bigger help. But that storyline's been going on for a year, year and a half, and it's by far outdrawing any other any other thing in the business because of the storyline. The story. Before we talk about the independent, I thought another bit, a thing I really liked that I saw was uh, AJ Styles uh, signing another deal with the WWE. Yeah, I yeah. Think uh, a, I think he's a great guy to keep around because he can help your younger talent so much. Well, he done said he. I seen an interview. He said this is where he wants to be. He don't want to go anywhere else. He he hopefully will have a job there. He hopes after his career in the ring's over to teach and. I don't think there's anybody any better to have. No. He's worked everywhere. He's been champion everywhere. He's he don't have a huge. I'm not saying he didn't ha, don't have an ego. I think that you gotta have an ego to to be good. Uh, but and I think at one time he was right at TNA. That's why he left TNA because they didn't think he was as good as what he was. Uh, and he left there and and went to Japan and all over the place and then. And that's how he got the WWE because WWE wouldn't take him from TNA. Yeah. Triple H tried, and Vince wasn't interested. And he went to New Japan and went all this stuff, and then Vince said, "Okay." Well, I'll be honest, I wasn't a big AJ Styles fan until he got to WWE, and I saw it. It was because he came. Was it the Royal Rumble where wasn't he uh, debuted? Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. Well, then, like yep. the next week or whatever, on one of them matches, he wrestled uh, Jericho. And him, and that's when I became a Styles fan because I was like, "Oh, this dude can go." I mean, well, see, that's that's the bad thing about uh, TNA. TNA gets a bad rap because they had some terrible ownership and some terrible people running it sometimes. But at one time, man, the talent they had there—they were putting on better matches, as oh, good yeah. or better than WWE. They weren't getting the ratings, but I but know. I mean, well, they was getting better ratings than what AEW was right now. They was getting they were getting two million. Of course, WWE was getting five million at that time, but I mean, you had Kurt Angle, uh, Styles, Samoa Joe, Steam. You I mean they had all kinds of talent? Well, I remember I used to get the, I used to get those uh, pay, TNA pay per views for Austin when he was when he was younger because he 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 started he started getting into TNA a lot because of who they had. Yep. So we'd we'd get those pay per views sometimes, and back then that's when hell they were like fifty bucks. WWE was like sixty seventy dollars. Yeah. Ain't like now where you can get a get the WWE network and you get all the paper you get all the pay per views included. A lot cheaper now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, T- you know, ten, twelve dollars a month. You can't can't beat it. Well, you can if you want it. You can get it for four ninety nine a month. Yeah, you want the muscles. Yep. Then uh, going back to the independent, uh, we did we went to an awesome show last Saturday night. We also streamed it live. You can find it on. On our uh, YouTube page at Gonzo Sports Room, but uh, Rock and Roll Never Dies. DCCW put put on a heck of a show for their first show of the year. Yep. Now, if you go back to the last show, it was the in October, uh, and this show here, I, I don't know why the companies put on two better shows back to back like that. I mean, there was a time period, but you, I mean, yeah, back, basically back to back, and they. Not only that, I mean, out of all the shows we've went to, and we've went, I mean, we've streamed, I think, 12 or 13, 14 live now, somewhere around there. 
I mean, th them two shows are right up there with any any other any of the other shows that we we've, yeah. we've been to. Yeah, and we've been to a bunch of good shows, and I'm not putting yeah. anybody uh, down. Yeah, we've been to a bunch. That's what I'm saying. We've been to a bunch of good ones, and for them two to, and I'm not going to lie, well, I was excited. That one, this one's going to mean a lot to me because of the Rock and Roll Express being there because yeah, yeah. I was a big big fan, and not just I got to got to get meet him, got introduced to him, got yeah. to talk to him outside yeah. of, of the seminar and yeah. stuff, which was was pretty oh, yeah. cool. And that then that makes a big difference. It does. But what I liked about the the card, uh, about about the show was when you looked at the card and I seen it written down on a piece of paper. I said it was like a pretty good card. You know, okay. You know, everybody stepped up, man. And then some. I mean, and it may have been because rock and roll was in the house, but there there's guys that that I mean, from the first match to to the last match, everybody stepped up. They won a bad match on the card. Uh, one guy I'm gonna call out that Cecil Cervasa. Yes, we've seen him about four or five times, and I'm not putting him down at all. I thought he was a decent wrestler. I mean, I've seen him at WCWO, and what he was doing at WCWO, I thought he did well. On this show, he was doing something a little different, and I thought he looked outstanding. I thought he put on—I don't know if he was on a good night or, or or what the deal was, or playing a different role or whatever. But I thought he was excellent that night. He really stood out to me. Yeah, I, told him that, I told him that night. I said, because he asked me, he goes, how was? It? I said, I said, I said, you were impressive. I said, that was the that's the best that's the best that we that we've seen you. And I'm not saying that you were bad before, but no. he, he stepped up that night. And uh, I'll tell you who else stepped up was a uh, Dutch Boy Platinum and uh, Logan Myers. Mm -hmm. They they kicked you couldn't have, you couldn't have put on a better match to start that to kick that show off. I mean that no. that was just it was a great match. It was, it was it was a great match. Yeah, it was outstanding. Them two two guys that are kind of my favorites. You know, they're in the first 12, 13, 14 months of the career. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, you can just see them getting better and better and better. Uh, I mean, I think Logan Myers is a real good baby face. I think uh, you know Dutch Boy could be either one. Uh, he's a heel right now, but I thought he was. He was good as a baby face, face, but I I tell you what, I think he's even better as a heel. Well, it, it, yeah, it's cool going to WCWO and, and seeing them guys wrestle and a lot of them guys wrestle for DCCW. And we go to a lot of the shows where we watch streaming of WCWO, see how much better some of these guys. Perfect example is uh, Devara. Uh, what, what's the name again? Uh, Hadari. Hadari. I said Devara. Hadari. He's got so much better in the last three or four months. And the match he had with the uh, Naptown Nightmare, was outstanding, and then you go on on the card to uh, to the three way match for the United States uh, title. Um, you know, of course, uh, that was a great match. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the champion, I'm trying to remember his name, uh, Max Sterling was the champ, and he took on um, that was Cecil Cerveza and uh, Party Boy, uh, JB. JB, JB's the other one who in the last three or four months, he's another guy so in his first year or 14 months, 15 months of his career. And DCCW and WCWO got some of the youngest, best talent in Indiana. Oh, I mean, yeah. and I know a lot of these guys are branching out and wrestling other places too. I understand that. But a lot of them got their start with DCCW and, and especially WCWO. And, uh, but to me, probably, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was it was kind of three matches of the night in a way. That first match was outstanding, and then of course the Rock and Roll Express match with the highlight reel uh, was just I mean the crowd was went crazy the whole match. But for me personally, 
for a couple of reasons. The match of the night was uh, the ladies' man, Mike King, and J.K.O., uh, Joey Owens. But uh, they put it on a war. And not only that, we got J.K.O., and he is a uh, henchman, Skullcrusher. Skullcrusher came over to our uh, announce booth and took over the announce booth for probably about 20, 30 seconds. And I thought that was outstanding. So that was one reason that's my favorite also. But the show was great. I mean, the, the, all the staff at DCCW and all the people that help over there, whether it was put up the ring, work the concession stands or security or, or help get the word out on social media or well, whatever they do, over, you know, anybody that helped over there. I uh, deserve a lot of credit because they put on an outstanding show. First time in the venue over there at the uh, National Guard Armory. Uh, it's a great venue. Great venue and uh, and a great show. And, and uh, yeah, it, it was it was outstanding. And to put up those numbers because there was another show in Muncie that time. night. Yep. At the same time, IPW had a show uh, I think called Broken Hearts. Go give a shout out to Luke Schleichman and uh, to uh, – Dalton Love. Dalton Love won the tag team titles over there uh, in the main event over there uh, for IPW. Give them a shout out. Yeah, uh, and for tag team titles tonight in WCW. WCW against the Highlight Reel. Tag team, Indiana Tag Team of the Year. So, I mean, they're moving up. And I know uh, they've been with IPW for a while. And I know they've been wrestling a lot of places and been training over WCWO now. WCWO also now. And I know they're getting better, you know, all the time. So uh, shout out to them guys. I heard IPW put on a pretty good show, and, and they had a decent crowd. Uh, so, I mean, for for DCCW to get that crowd of two shows being the same night, you know, I think, you know, says a lot too. But, of course, they had the Rock and Roll Express there. So yeah. definitely hey, a draw. It was kind of cool because I looked up, and it was only like a quarter till six. I'm like, doors don't open till six. And all of a sudden, that. They, they went ahead and opened the doors because there was a big line outside in the freezing yeah, cold. So they there said, was people oh, we got to open doors and let people in. Well, by, six, by six o'clock, when the doors were supposed to open, <laughs> the whole all the front row seats were already full. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. People were, I mean, people got there early and nobody left. You didn't see nobody <laughs> leave. I mean, that it was a, the crowd was into the show. But going back and to that, that JKO Mike King match, they did. They put, them two put on a show, and uh, I broke down all the matches and put it on YouTube and Facebook, and that match there has doubled any of the uh, uh, the yeah. views on any of the other matches, even really? more than the Rock and Roll Express and the Highlight Reel. And I got to give a shout-out to the Highlight Reel because they, they done a hell of a job in that Rock and Roll, yeah. in that match against the Rock and Roll Express. Yep. Yeah, because, I mean, you, these are guys that probably are used to kind of putting their matches together. You know, with, with, you know, I'm not saying they're top tier, but, you know, they're tag team champions, a lot of places they work with people. This was one where Rock and Roll Express probably put the match together. I'm sure they had input also, you know, but uh, they went out there and there wasn't a flaw. I mean, oh. you, you thought these guys have been working together forever and they just met that day at, at the seminar, you know, because they, because they, the uh, highlight reel was at the seminar. So, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, anybody didn't go to that seminar. Uh, they made a mistake because uh, it was outstanding. Hey, it was it was worth that. It was ever worth every dime that uh, I spent to go to it. I agree. And uh, also, before I forget, I want to give a big shout out to the Rock and Roll Express. I was so impressed how they how they handle and deal with people. 
whether it was people going up to sign stuff. And I know they're making money off people signing stuff and, and, and things, you know, but there wasn't a person that couldn't get something signed. There wasn't a person that they wouldn't shake their hand. If you, if, if anybody went up to them and shook their hand, I mean, I think Ricky Morton shook everybody's hand in that place. Oh, give them they, they both, hand. And, they, and not only that, they were both real personal, personable too. I mean, they, they would shake your hand, talk to you. I mean, yeah. Like I, mean, I said, we we had the opportunity to get to talk to him some before the show and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Both of them are great guys. They're, yeah, they're funny. They're they're funny. Yeah. But, uh, it was they're a great experience getting to know getting to know him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely old school. And yeah, it was a great show. And uh, I want everybody to go out there and support independent wrestling. I don't care where it's at. You know, we have a lucky enough to have a couple companies here in Muncie. Uh, no matter which. I know people have got alliances either way. Hey, we're just fortunate to have two companies, you know, and uh, hopefully the shows will be on different days most of the time and people can go enjoy whatever show they like or, or both shows, you know, if they're being on different days. So, uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, and if you're, if you're a younger guy looking to get in the wrestling business, even if it's not as a wrestler, it could be announcer, anything. Referee. Referee. Anything. If you don't, uh, we got a great place here, I think. And, WCWO, but if you live if you live more down south, that's go check out School of Morton. Yep, he, he has. I mean, they put on live shows every week. They they do production. They do everything. And I mean, he talked <coughs> he talked some about it. It sounds like a sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah. But if you're around the Indianapolis area, anyway, if you can get to the WCWO, I I recommend going there as well because Omen. Jake Oman and Joey Owens do a great job over there with what they got going on. Oh yeah. And it's a place that you, you'd get the opportunity to wrestle on Friday nights and they help book you other places and they train you and they teach you. And, uh, it's a family. It's a, it's, it's, it's family. It's a class you graduate from and then you can stay around. If you want to stay around, it's not like, you know, you're there for a year and then you got to leave, you know, that's on you. Uh, but I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, Really cool. He, he just started Play another training class Sunday, and from what I hear, I think it. I think it, he filled all all the spots to capacity. So, yeah, I mean, and we've seen yep. some of the class he had already had going, and so I mean, there, there's going to be some more good talent coming up out of there that people don't know about yet. And uh, just real quick uh, on uh, DCCW, the next show is going to be in April. And if I remember right, Chris, it's on the 15th, like Saturday. Yes. I'm pretty sure it's the 15th. or 16th. I think – I know it's a Saturday. It's either the 15th or 16th, whatever that date falls on. Actually, I think I think it's the 16th. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it is. It is the 16th. Saturday, April 16th. So, uh, not exactly sure where the venue is going to be yet, but they'll be announcing that very soon. It'll either be at the Armory or possibly uh, with Muncie Central because it's going to be a fundraiser for Muncie Central Wrestling Club. Uh, it's going to be the Bearcat Rumble 2. Rumble two. So uh, that'll be coming up in April. And then I know also the next show after that is Jay County Invasion 3. And they're still waiting on the final word where that venue is going to be. It's been at a couple different places, what, you know, wherever they can get it in Jay County. So, But I know that's going to be on the 14th. I think so, and, I, I think one year they actually didn't. One year they do it here in Muncie. I thought both times Jay County was it for some reason. I was thinking one year they done it at Mad Jacks. Maybe maybe you're always thinking of a different show. So and then I know 
I don't remember the date, but I think it's, I, I want to say it's June, maybe the 18th is their uh, June show. And it's going to be a free show over at yeah, McCullough Park. Uh, June 18th. If I remember right, it's Saturday, uh, the 18th of July. Uh, hey, that show last year was awesome. I mean, they set up right there in the middle <laughs> of the park, and you had the festival going on. And then all festival. of a sudden, it was like every, it was like everybody just around the ring and was watching. It was it was pretty cool. And also the shout out to the festival that they did last year. And I mean, I know uh, some of the same people running it. Maybe some different people coming around it this year. But last year they had free food, hot dogs, hamburgers for people to eat, and chips and drinks and everything. And they had a lot, plenty for people to eat. Uh, they had uh, giveaways and they had all kinds of different things for kids to do. Plus that wrestling show, it was a real cool event. So definitely some people in Muncie, uh, I mean, they had a good crowd, but there should be more people taking advantage of it. They really should. So I like for people to, you know, think about that. Yeah, and if you have, if you haven't watched uh, rock and roll never dies, uh, DCCW, check it out on our YouTube page. It was a good show. Uh, did have a, little, a couple of little internet issues, but I think we'll have that fixed by the next time we're at that building. Uh, but I, we do have a – we're going to be live this Sunday, but that won't – yeah, this comes out, it'll be too late. But Well, you know, if, they, if they watch the show Sunday at 9, they well, might yeah. see it. Yeah, if you watch this – yeah, so if you watch the show early enough on Sunday, we're going to be live at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern uh, for uh, Warrior Pro Wrestling WPW6. And they, they have a stacked card for that. It's gonna be it'll be a great show. We'll be live on YouTube and Twitch at Gonzo Sports Room. It's gonna be the first time we're gonna be there. Uh, yeah. we haven't been there yet. We're supposed to have been there, but <laughs> I run that. Yeah. But next Sunday, we're gonna be at uh Summit Pro. Yep. And last time we went there it was it was a real good show. I think this is gonna be a real good show as well. We're gonna get to see some guys we haven't seen before. Yep. Uh and uh, from Muncie, Dalton Love is he's he's on that card. Yeah, I mean it's going to be a good card. Uh, doors open at three for that. It's in Greenfield, Indiana. Uh, wrestling starts at four, and we'll, we'll be we'll be streaming that show live as well. Uh, on YouTube and Twitch at Gonzo Sports Room. So check those out. Support these guys. I mean, hey, a lot of these guys they're just trying to make gas money to get to their next show. Also, uh, before we get out of here, um. Uh, We've been promoting this. We haven't done it yet about the top 10 tag teams. So anybody out there, you know, if you, if you watch the show, listen to the show, you can find Chris on Facebook, you know, different platforms and just shoot in your top 10 tag teams. We'll definitely do it next, the next podcast. Uh, next week. So we need, we need to have everything. If you're going to send them in, we need to have them sent in by next Friday, Friday. Be the fourth. Friday fourth by probably noon, we'll say, yeah. would be the cutoff. We've got quite a few wrestlers, top tens. We probably got probably 15, 20 people already. We're gonna try so to get some more. Got some wrestlers. Got a couple fans. Uh, Here, the, whatever you think you, the best top ten of uh, wrestling of all time. There's no wrong answers. You put on there who you you know who you feel, and uh, we just thought it'd be cool to find out what people's you know yeah. taste in wrestling is and who they like and stuff. I've seen some of the lists. A lot of them are pretty cool. So, another match we did real quick before we get our we didn't talk about, but it was a great match. Was uh, Jordan James and uh, Rachel Armstrong? Yep they they put they put they put on a heck of a show there in the middle of that card. Yep, I agree. Uh, give a shout. Uh, also, give a shout out to the uh, 
the debut guy came back. He hadn't wrestled for a few years. He was injured. Uh, of course, I'm not going to remember his name. Uh, he wrestled Crossroads Demon. Crossroads Demon. Uh, we we happened to know that guy. We didn't realize it at the time, but uh, we he, he had coached in one of our baseball leagues years ago, and uh, he made his debut with DCCW. Had a good debut. Uh, got injured a few years ago and hadn't wrestled for I think three or four years. But made his comeback and uh, had to put on. on Took on a tough opponent. <laughs> tough opponent for a comeback. I tell you, Jackson Morgan is tough as it comes. So that was a tough one. And I want to say this because somebody else had said it, and I agree 100%. I think it was the ladies' man, Mike King, might have said it Monday on uh, the DCCW and uh, Kundal Corner that we do together. Uh, these these uh, promotions out here, are, I think, are overlooking the ta- what kind of talent Jackson Morgan is. Oh, I agree. He's a – he he. We should be seeing him on more shows than what we see him on. He, I think I think he's real good at what he does, and I, and I, I think it's entertaining. I think he should be at more promotions. He's got a, he's got a good character, I think. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was Mike King that brought that up on a Monday about it. About yeah, he, I, yeah. I mean, we see these guys a lot in WC, uh, WCWO. We of course see him uh, at DCCW. And there's not any bad talent. No. And just look, look how much all of them have improved from what five, six months ago when we started doing well, this, started doing the wrestling. Perfect, perfect example: WCWO. They did a Rookie of the Year. Rachel Armstrong won Rookie of the Year. Okay, and very deserving. Not saying it wasn't. The other people in that category was JB, who. With most promotions could have been a rookie of the year. Then you had Dutch Boy Platinum, and most promotions would have been rookie of the year. Then you had uh, Logan Mars, most promotions would have been a rookie. So you had four, in my opinion, all four rookies of the year. I mean, that's how good these guys are. Yeah. So I mean, that was just four rookies there. That that I mean, you. I mean, there's good as some of the talent that I've seen that's been wrestling at other promotions, and I'm not going to say names because I'm not saying any of them are bad. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm saying. The level that they are in 14 months is better than some of these people that's been doing it for four or five years. And that's a, that's the scooting that they've got, and that's how hard they've worked. And I'm not putting anybody down. I mean, I don't want anybody to take it that way. That's just how good these guys have gotten, you know, at their craft. And they're working their butts off to, to get that good. And they all four should be getting booked. And like you said, Jack should be getting booked uh, a lot. Hopefully he will. And uh, going uh, – what was it? Oh, I know. I was gonna say our fir- we the first show when we started doing re- that we streamed live was in was last August. So we haven't even been streaming these shows live for a year yet. And if you look at uh, and if you look at the improvement of all of all the people that we've seen from now to then, it, it it's it's remarkable. I mean, if you look at the first time we saw JB to now, it's not it's not even the same person. No. You know, I mean, in six months, it's just crazy to me how 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 fast these guys are improving. Well, if I remember correctly, Chris, we seen Logan Myers and uh, and uh, that's where wrestle each other early on, yep. and then we just got to see them again. And not to say that the other match was bad; it was a good match, but this was yeah. Actually, you they wrestled they wrestled each other on the on the first show that the first very very first show that we broadcast. That summer shakedown, 
And I yeah, and it was a good match, but this match they put on at this last show was way better, way better than that one. Yeah. And I, and not and not just in DCCW and WCWO. Dalton, look how much Dalton Love and uh, Luke Luke uh, Savage have improved since the first time. Yeah. Well, we first time I seen them was on video, but then we went and watched <laughs> live once. But I mean, yeah. if you see the improvement they've made, I mean. But and they've also been going to WCWO to train as well. Getting some extra training, yeah. Yeah, but that's what you gotta do. You gotta get to me. Just being well, from what we've been around in independent business, if if you're a guy that can't work with other people, you're not going to succeed in the independent business. You need to be able to network and build relationships with all these different organizations. For one, it's going to get you booked more. But for two, you can learn from these guys. Yep. If you're just I mean, stuck, if you just stick at one place, you're not going to improve because yeah. you, get com- you get comfortable. Yeah, I think I think the, uh, that's a good point because uh, I think it's good to to be loyal to the place you got your starter. I'm not never saying that somebody said you know you should leave. I mean that's on them and whatever they do or don't yeah. do. You know, it's your relationship with that place and how it goes. But you definitely got to branch out and go other places. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong saying I'm going to oh. be loyal. to that place to, can still be your your home just, your home promotion. Just, just, you can still go back there and do shows. Just use DCCW for for example, you know. And let's say Rachel Armstrong, let's throw her out there. You know, she wants to say, "I'm gonna do every DCCW show that they have." You, I'm booked for you every show you do. I'm booked. Cool, that's great. You know, she's loyal to them. And then let's, but but that don't mean that that should be the only show that she does. Yeah, yeah. She she's got to get out there and to get better. So yeah. And it's just only, way to, only way to get your name out there because if you if you're just stuck on one, at one show all the time, the same hundred the same hundred to two hundred people are seeing you every show. Well, so see, that's, if you, go, if you that's, go wrestle somewhere else, that's that's a whole other set of two hundred people that haven't seen you before. Well, that's I know that's a thing that Dalton and, and Luke because we know both them guys, and that's something they've started doing in the last few months. They pretty much worked most of the time for IPW for you know. Uh, for a while, but now, you know, as they've gotten better and, and they've went out to other promotions and put their name out there. And, and I know they've wrestled in Ohio, they've wrestled, you know, other places in Indiana, uh, and they're getting better. You can tell they're getting better. That's not putting down IPW. I'm saying, but getting out wrestling other people, you get better. Same thing with people at DCCW going out, you know, for example, Dex Royals out wrestling all over the place. He just, well, for, Perfect example. Dex wrestled in a tournament this past Saturday. You you know you probably remember the name of the company. AWR. Uh, AWR was a new, I think it was New Bloods tournament. New, new Bloods Blood tournament, tournament or something like six, that. Sixteen man tournament, and he ended up being the first champion. And I mean, you know, Dex Royal is probably one of the hottest properties in Indiana. Independent wrestling. And he, a, he, he that's another organization good. to go check out too. AWR. They 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 put on a good show. I'm looking for. We haven't got to go to one live yet. I'm looking forward to it. But from what I've seen on video and stuff, it looks like the fans are into it. I think I think it'd be a good experience. The place, the place we everything we hear about the place we go on Sunday, War Pro. I've heard nothing but great things about them, and this is going to be like their sixth show. And I heard it's better, 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 better. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that uh, Front Row's already sold out for it as well. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of good people. Don't realize how much a good independent wrestler wrestling is in Indiana. And I'm just talking an hour away, an hour east, hour west, hour north, hour south, you know that what? you can go. 
Yeah. And once wrestling. I'd be interested to see how like independent wrestling in Indiana compares to like independent wrestling in Ohio or yeah, I don't know. You know, I mean, I know like surrounding states or or I mean, or, or <coughs> I don't know how you could I don't know how you could like rank it, but are, you know what I mean? Are, are we a good are, are we considered a good state for Indiana in the, for independent wrestling compared to other states or or you know what I'm saying? I tell you for some reason I didn't I didn't notice on Facebook and, and well I wasn't on Facebook much, but on the internet and stuff I would check and I didn't see that many companies before the pandemic. But after the pandemic, it seemed like more and more and more. And a real hotbed for us now, I used to see a lot of stuff I would look up in Chicago. Now I know the pandemic pandemic hurt it. Uh, I don't know where it's at now, but Chicago was a pretty big hotbed yeah. for independent wrestling. So Chicago, uh, Tennessee, parts of Tennessee was I know it was pretty big. Well, Chicago's a big wrestling town. WWE yeah. well, AEW does really well in Chicago. Like I said, WWE does good there. Anybody, uh, I mean, it's, Cle- Cleveland, which is also up north like that, it's a, it's a big wrestling town as well. Yep. I'd like to go check out that Warrior Wrestling. Aren't they from Chicago, the one that's going to be here in Indiana yeah. in March? I don't know exactly where they're based because they do shows in Chicago. They do shows in South Bend. Uh, they do shows in Cicero, Illinois, wherever that's at. I'm not really sure where that's at. And they're doing that one in Indianapolis here. Uh, do they do March any kind of Do they do any kind of live stream of their show? Yes, they do. Well, it's on that. Uh, they put fight on TV. IWTV later on. Fight. No, it's pay per view fight. Oh, it's pay per view. Okay. The brown. Well, you got to have the fight. The fight. Whatever app. that thing's called. The F I T. Uh, app or, or you pay so much a month for you gotta have that. Okay, so if you if you have the, if you have the fight te- that fight app, you you get the you get the show. <laughs> I you think. still gotta pay for I, it. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I have to look into that. Well, put put it this way that that March 12th show, Chris, uh, because we have the certain app that we have. Yeah, we get it. Okay, because we got that certain app we've got, but we'll be at a show on the 12th. So yeah. Yeah, because if we weren't going to be at the show, I, I ain't gonna lie. I'd have probably seen if you wanted to go watch that one because that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun show lot to watch. A lot. I mean, it'd be a fun show to go to. It's it's, it's not only that, Chris. I think if you pay a hundred dollars, all them wrestlers. I don't know if you've seen the card. All them wrestlers, you get meet and greets with. Oh, okay. for a hundred bucks? Damn, that's not bad at all. Yeah, and it's a good card. Real good card. I know. I remember a couple names: Brian Cage, Thunder Rosa. Bunch of big names are wrestling for AEW right now. Uh, yeah, it's a real good car. Uh, what was her name? I can't think of her name. And uh, her name's Athena now, but she was a big wrestler in NXT and WWE. And just I can't think of what her name was there. But she goes by Athena now. She just recently got released. I can't think of her name. Is you know how I am. I'm, is what's her name on there? Uh, Ruby. She might be on that car. I was thinking for some reason I might have saw her on that car she too. She might be. She might be also. They, they get they bring a bunch of people in, and uh, they did that show in South Bend. That's the people did that one in South Bend I told you about. Okay. And they had to meet streets and stuff. I, I don't know. Flying Brian uh, Pillman Jr. Yeah. is going to be there too. Yeah, Pillman Jr. He's going to be there too. Uh, and uh, if people go to their website, they've got their whole. They do a show about every month or five or six weeks, and they've got a complete schedule up for the year, except for. 
do stadium shows. They do some uh, football stadiums. I actually think they're like high schools, football mm-hmm. field. And that'll be in the summer. But they've got a bunch of the shows up. Uh, I know they're going to be in Cicero again. They're going to be in South Bend again. Uh, but they they do. But this, I think the first time in Indianapolis, as far as I know. The first yeah, I think, I think it is. And uh, it's really going to hurt that show that we're going to. The, I would say the 12th one, you think? Yeah, I would think so. I hope it don't, but I mean, that's a, that's a big show to be that cl- that close to you. And plus, I don't think the ticket, I think the tickets for just if you want to get a ticket for the show, I don't think the tickets are that expensive. I think some of the tickets are only like 20, 25 bucks to go see that town. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to hurt that show. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, well, you have anything else before we get out of here for this week? No, I don't think so. Don't forget to get your uh, your uh, top ten tag teams in. Uh, you can get send it. You can send them to uh, Gon- the Gonzo Sports Room social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or to, uh, you can send it to me at uh, Chris D Gonzalez on Facebook, and I'll, we'll make sure we get them all. I know we have we have quite a few already, so hopefully we can get a few more of the rest wrestlers uh, maybe from this weekend as well. I've got my list ready. I'm ready. So we'll do that next Friday. Uh, like I said, next ne- ne- when you guys listen to this on when it comes out Sunday, next Sunday, which is the sixth, big show there in uh, Greenfield, Greenfield, Indiana, Summit Pro. Uh, ten, think, believe it's ten dollars to get in. And man, like I said, last show we went to there was it, it was a, a great show, one of the best shows we've been to. So it really was. The last one was it was like their second show. As one of the best ones that we have been to. I think this is on, going to be the third show because the actually the third one, that snowstorm that got canceled, yeah. this will be the third one. So I, I know the, the second one we went to, it was one of the best shows that we've been to. So yeah. it was really, really good. Greenfield's not that far away. But like we said, we have, I mean, we haven't been to a bad show yet. And there's a, there's a lot of great talent here in the state of Indiana. Yep. Support independent wrestling, and we will see you guys. Uh, next Sunday for the, the sixth <laughs> episode, starting to get up there. Trying to. 